Welcome to the Dr. Dad's Podcast, where a naturopath and chiropractor come together each week to share lifestyle medicine, health advice, and inspiring interviews with some of the top experts in health and wellness, bringing you the latest in nutrition, exercise, ancient healing, toxins and detox, your microbiome, mindset, hormones, brain, and much more. Stay tuned. We're going to teach you how to experience growth daily. Hey everybody, Dr. Dad's coming at you again today. I'm with my brother in health, Dr. Nick Jensen. What's up, my man? Doing really well. You know, before we got on this call, we had a chance to do a little prayer and intentional uh, engagement with our amazing uh, guests that we're very excited to share with you guys. And, you know, there's something magical about bringing a little bit more awareness to a moment and uh, in, in being in community. So I'm doing really good. Feeling, feeling excited for the talk today. Buddy, we talk about so many fun topics, but I can't tell you, I've been like a little kid all week wanting to talk to these two amazing individuals that we have on with us today. Um, buddy, energy medicine, we spoke a little bit to this last week, and today, again, we're going to talk again about energy, but we're going to talk about an energy that we haven't really focused on. It kind of encompasses a lot of the things that we spoke about with our energy medicine, these ancient wisdoms and practices that have been around for a very long time. But the two gentlemen that we have on today, these are amazing individuals. Um, I'm super pumped to talk to them and really pick their brains today. So we have Clayton Stedman and Jeff Stedman on with us. And these two individuals are the co-founders of something called Focused Life Force Energy. So this is supporting a higher level of consciousness so we're again talking back to like prayer and intention and raising our consciousness. And we're all on this journey to basically raise our consciousness while we're here uh, in this life. And what a great way to support that and being able to get more of that energy from, heck, I'll take it from wherever I can get it, right? So there are practices that we could do. And we've talked about these, Nick, from meditation to yoga to I mean, there's Reiki. I mean, there's all these different techniques out that everybody's trying to get more of this. But what if there was a way that this could be focused in your environment daily to keep you in a constant state of producing that energy and having that joy and that peace and that happiness, but then that also influencing your biology and having influence in your overall well-being and health. So guys, thank you for joining us today. Super pumped to talk to you guys and really go down the rabbit hole today. Yeah, thanks for having us. So guys, I'd really like to just have you guys introduce yourselves uh, and just kind of tell us your story and how we ended up with this incredible thing you guys have come up with. I'll start this off, Jeff, because you... Yeah, you, you guys go I, ahead. I, volunteer, I volunteered Jeff for the prayer earlier, so... I'll okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've... Um, I've been in the coaching business since about 1995. So I became a life skills coach in the, back in uh, the 90s. Um, then I became trained as a personal coach and then I became trained as a business coach. And um, I decided to focus on a specialty in business called business as a spiritual practice. That's where you take one part of your business and make it your spiritual practice, like showing up on time. And then I went to business as a spiritual uh, path where I looked at how to incorporate some of the, um, the principles of spiritual practices and spiritual paths into business. And then eventually some clients graduated to business as a spiritual service where you 
kept doing business because it was the most fun you've ever had and you just gave all the money away. So that was my uh, coaching practice. And um, I was introduced by a friend of mine who was a coach to Jeff. Jeff was working on um, creating a high consciousness business culture in his companies. And um, because he was talking about consciousness a lot through different business models, such as holacracy, and I'll let Jeff get into that. My friend Jim introduced us saying, well, this Clayton guy, he has these assessments and, you know, he talks a lot about consciousness. And so just passed me on to Jeff and that's, that's how we met. Yeah. So it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was going to say it's, it's always serendipitous uh, when, you know, people like minds come together, like even, you know, me and David, when we got a chance to meet, you know, it's kind of like, magic happen when you start to meet the right people that come into your life. And uh, so Jeff, I'd love to hear just, you know, why, why were you, you know, what stirred you to, to want to look deeper into your business and the health of your business and, and the future trajectory of, of where you want to see things to go? Yeah, I probably have to go back a lot further. Um, I mean, when I was a kid from, from young kid, I really read a lot of science fiction and, and was really interested in, in mind altering things like meditation. I started meditation pretty young and um, like to, you know, find dark places to try to, you know, leave my body and things like that, which I, I never quite mastered that, but I really had a fascination from early on with that. Um, and in business, it's in a family business with my brother and just, we, we had an opportunity to just create whatever we wanted to create. You know, there was no limitation. We're working for anybody else. And uh, it was a manufacturing business with lots of different kinds of people, you know, so people at different levels of education and, and different levels of consciousness, you know, frankly. And uh, so then, you know, becoming a leader and working with a group like that is, you know, how do you meet each person where they are? you know, and really understand them, how they see the world, what they value, what's important to them. Um, so that you can really reach them and work with them to, to grow and to be part of the, the organization. So, so that really understanding consciousness, and I was working with uh, Clayton's friend, Jim, and kind of got to meaning and purpose and coaching. And then, then this introduction to Clayton was really diving further into consciousness and measuring consciousness. So to really be able to get some granularity about where people are and where myself is and where I was at the time. And that's, you know, the work that we did together when we started off was, you know, we're measuring those various aspects of my life, my consciousness and finding the low spots and then using those to kind of lever your way up, you know, like find the, find the, the weak spots or the low spots. And, um, during that time, you know, we found, we came across this technology um, that, that, that Clayton had found up in, up in, up in Canada, uh, this FLFE, this uh, ability to focus life force energy uh, and create a really high field and then to work with that field um, to start to, to do, do some really interesting things with it. But it really it came out of this really um, drive or intense focus for me, like to really understand consciousness and people and how we interact with each other. 
So this is massive. I mean, what you guys are speaking to is what a lot of people spend daily in practice, like you're saying, either through meditation or yoga or, I mean, and going on and on, but they're all trying to get this higher state and then trying to exist in that higher state. And many people do it for growth and evolution of just who they are, right? So that we can, like you're saying, keep working and accomplishing these things in our lives that we want, whether that's internal or external. Um, so for our listeners real quick, can you talk a little bit about what, what that map looks like, where you guys got that, that scale from? And then talk a little bit about what, why there's so much variation amongst individuals on the collective consciousness that they're at through all these levels. Can you talk a little bit about that? I'll start with that. Pass it to Jeff. Um, we use the Hawkins map of consciousness as a scale and a reference point to measure the quality of consciousness in a field or in an environment. Um, you can look up Dr. Hawkins on, uh, on the internet. He's, his first book, Power Versus Force, was a bestseller. He published nine books when he was alive. I think he's, there's been two more successes for you in the book of slides since he's been out or since he passed over. Um, when we're looking at creating the optimal conditions for the evolution of consciousness in an economized society, we we really have to measure what's in the highest and best interest to activate the field at. We were joking a little earlier before the call, we were, Jeff and I put a, uh, well, Jeff put a, a field of consciousness on the call to help us uh, be more relaxed and to give people a better experience when they're listening. And uh, Nick and, and uh, as a doctor, what's your first name? I don't. Uh, David. David, I thought it was David. Yeah, yeah. So I don't forget. So David Nick was saying, well, how high can we put it? It's like, well, how high can we put it in function is the other question, <laughs> right? <laughs> because, I mean, FLFE or any high consciousness field won't limit your development. And our mission is the way that we've said it is because we live in an economized society. We all have to work for a living still. Um, you know, if we were monks in a place where most of our needs were taken care of and we just had to... Uh, focus on the, the constant connection with divinity, a different level might be appropriate. And so on the Hawkins map, um, it's a scale from one to infinity. Each level of consciousness is associated with a certain number of microwatts of energy in the body. You can go to page 282 in Power versus Force, the first edition, and there's a little calculation for that. Um, so in the human realm, the most amount of microwatts of electricity a person can handle is a thousand on the Hawkins map. So the FLFE environment is 560 out of a thousand. So 200 is integrity, 300 is willingness, 400 is reason, 500 is love, 550-ish is unconditional love, and 600 is peace, 700 is enlightenment. So 600 is the beginning of enlightenment, ripens at 700 and it goes up to a thousand. So um, when we were testing what's in the highest and best interest of all creation in terms of the level of consciousness of the environment to support the mission, uh, then it came out around, around 560. Mm. And this, this map of consciousness, uh, we, I mean, I've called upon this many times through practice and then just helping mm. people understand their different emotional states, you know, that, you know, anger is not necessarily bad. It's just, it's a different frequency of event or a frequency of experience that someone's, 
you know, maybe stuck in for a period of time. But could you talk about the, the lower states as well? Because I think that helps to put the map into a little bit more perspective, because I think a lot of people definitely, especially in the world right now, are, are struggling. And so what do some of those lower frequencies look like? And then what's that, you know, inevitable or that, that pivotal tipping point um, into that positive side? Well, I typically talk about the map, Jeff, but you want to pick this one up? No, go ahead, Clay. Go ahead. <laughs> well, if you go from 200 at Courage, 200 is the tipping point. There's two major thresholds in Hawkins' work. One is 200, which is uh, courage or integrity, and 500, which is love. So if you're raising your consciousness and you go, or there's a consciousness of a country or a town or a city or a group of people, and you're at 190, and then they go to 205 it's not just 15 points it's another quality of intelligence because it's in a it's in the level of integrity so if you go from 170 to 185 it's still 15 points but you're still in the right of uh, the range of a pride so one 150 is anger as you as you said nick it's not bad um but it isn't um, the place that most of us want to live Although temporarily, anger can give you a lot more energy than, say, uh, fear, which is 100. So uh, 50 is despair, 20 is shame. So there's a book called Transcending Levels of Consciousness, The Pathway to Enlightenment. If you get that one, it'll talk about how to transcend each level, like how to transcend lame, uh, shame to despair, despair to fear, fear to anger, anger to, you know, through pride and into integrity. But there's different types of pride too, but the, it's mm -hmm. the pride where you're, you're trying to be bigger than everybody else. You're trying to dominate, you know, you're a legend in your own mind, you know, things mm -hmm. like that. Well, I think it's important to, to lay that out a little bit. And I'm glad you brought that up because I was thinking in my mind as you were speaking that, you know, being prideful uh, can mean so many different things to, to yeah. different people as well. Um, but, but I think that, you know, if we look at the state of many people and how they meet an illness in their life, um, often they meet, meet it with fear and, and sometimes they move into apathy, which, you know, is around that shame number, I think, right? The lowest, uh, one of the lower frequencies. But I mean, people get stuck in these frequencies for good chunks of their lives and don't realize that sometimes, you know, when you meet a level of anger, this is actually a blessing in your life. When you meet a level of frustration or uh, maybe when you move from apathy up to fear that there can actually be a blessing in some of these different emotions and frequencies. Now, given that we're in a world, you know, definitely being saturated with a whole lot of fear, um, I, I was hoping that we could also maybe label some icons from the past, maybe that the vibrated or harmonized at higher frequencies so that people can kind of have a reference point for, you know, some of these real powerful individuals, or maybe it's, you know, groups of teachings. Uh, I know in Power Versus Force, he talks about AA being a really high consciousness program. And so maybe if we could kind of talk a little bit about reference points and, and uh, I think that'd be helpful. Hmm. Well, something that everyone has experienced is, um, you know, this time of the year. So in the holidays towards, towards the end of the calendar, um, is, you know, is at least in North America is the highest, isn't it the highest consciousness time, Clayton? Yeah. yeah. So there's just a different quality um, then. And pe people notice that. I mean, there's a lot of families getting together and gift. And it'll be interesting to see what happens this year to the level of consciousness. Mm -hmm. um, but that's something that many 
many people have experienced is that higher, higher feeling. Um, and it could be at a celebratory event, you know, with people like a wedding um, where there's, and, and depending on where it is too, you know, there's certain cathedrals, um, many of the, the, the cathedrals in Power Versus Force and some of the other Hawkins books he goes through, some are at 700 on the Hawkins maps, um, some of the European cathedrals where place of worship where there's been just prayer, worship, you know, decades or hundreds of years that when you walk into those places, there's just a different feeling in your body uh, is how many people describe it. Um, and, you know, we were talking about these lower states and maybe being stuck in those for or in those for some period of time. And, and we were talking earlier today about being in a groove, you know, that the human system is so adaptable that we adapt to being in these lower grooves. Um, mm -hmm. And like, like you said, Nick, when there's those events that knock us out of the groove, um, they can be a blessing to take us to a higher, to a higher level. Um, but when you walk into those, some of those places like those cathedrals, place of worship, um, there's a, a feeling of lightness or maybe more energy in the body because we have to remember these are energy states of the field. Um, and the lower you go down, the less kind of less energy there is. Um, it's down to lethargy. And as you move up in consciousness, then there's just more energy available and the body feels enlivened. Um, and then you compare that to going to an old battlefield or, you know, going to an old prison or a place where people are tortured. Like if you're visiting Europe and you're going through some of these old stockades and things, you can, there's a much mm -hmm. lower energy feeling, you know, a heavier, less energetic feeling there. Yeah, it's, I'm glad you said that because uh, Sonia and I, we traveled through Southeast Asia and, and at one point we decided we went to Cambodia and we went to the, uh, the killing fields there and just to be an observation of it. And, you know, the one thing is, you know, what happened there, um, but it's another thing to actually feel the, you know, the hair, your hair stand up in your body and you just feel the chills. You feel the vibration of the trauma and it's, it's really intense. And like you said, you can go into We also went to Angkor Wat and you feel absolutely elevated when you're around these incredible structures that, you know, um, that, that actually give off a certain frequency. And so I think it's really, we've all had experiences of being in a sort of a, a, a blissed out state as a result of the environment. And so, uh, David, I know you got, you want to lead in with some of that, but I wanted to make sure we had a sort of a reference point for this map of consciousness, how that relates to different emotional states in the body, what that means for healing and what that means for transformation, um, and how it can be correlated with different, you know, environments or people that give off this, this radiant energy and, and whatnot. But go ahead, David. Well, no, you took the words out of my mouth. I was just going to add people. I mean, you know, one of the things that Hawkins he talks about in power versus forces, you are who you surround yourself with, right? Like your environment. And so like, like we, we spoke earlier, sometimes you just meet certain people that can't, you're just around them and they raise that consciousness. Level. You can just feel it when you're around them or even places, right? And we have patients tell us, oh, I just feel so good when I come into your clinic, right? I feel like we're just helping them raise that consciousness up, right? They're just expanding when they're around the clinic. And that's one of the cultures that we're constantly trying to provide. But it's so powerful, right? I mean, and, and I know our listeners are listening to this and they're just thinking, Okay, so all these feelings and states that I have have a different vibration. 
but what we're speaking to, right, is how do we cultivate this or how do we create better environments for us to have more cultivation and move into those higher states and exist in those higher states longer? Um, they all play their part, right? I mean, I'm not saying that these lower vibrations don't play their part because like you said they are stepping stones for us to keep making our way and collectively it's this collective consciousness through all these different states that we have that we're vibrating at but let's just kind of dig in now to let's talk about flfe and i really want to talk about all the benefits that someone could see from from actually activating your old service in their environment are we good for moving that way nick yeah 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 Well, uh, yeah, people have a, is there something else you wanted to say, David? Or? No, I was just going to say, like, I mean, wherever you'd like to start with that. Yeah. We were talking just before the call about the difference um, you notice in your, uh, in your homes, you both are on the service and uh, particularly with sleep. Yeah. Now, some people will turn it on. They'll have the best sleep they've ever had in years. They'll email us and they'll say, oh my God, thank you. You know, <laughs> and other people will email us and it's like, oh, I have so much energy in my body having a hard time sleeping. <laughs> so, you know, we don't get much of that, but uh, 90, I don't know, 95% or 90, probably 98% of the people that give us feedback, it's like, this is great. And some people feel really restless. And so it just depends what, what's going on for you as a person. We do have a slider on the, when you log into your control panel, there's a consciousness slider on the home service. So if you feel like it's too intense, you can actually turn it down. You can turn it all the way down to five, sorry, to 400. It goes up to 570. And we have a, an EMF um, a button. You can turn the EMF on and off so you can really experiment and be your own consciousness researcher. So it's like, okay, if I turn the EMF mitigation or harmonization service off, do I notice a difference? If I turn it on, do I notice a difference? You know, if I slide the service down, if it's feeling too intense, then it, if I, you know, you'll find that sweet spot for you, and then you work your way up. So, there, so because we're individuals, it affects each person to a degree individually. And uh, yeah, there's a lot more I can say, but I think, I'll, I think I'll pass it off to Jeff. I would just maybe back up a little bit that, you know, the, we're activating a field. So we, we have a system, the FLFE system, and it's, um, it's you know, mm -hmm. You could call it a machine of type, a consciousness machine. It was technology that was developed by these inventors that, uh, that Clayton found. And as we, we may have said earlier, it's it, this machine or this system is activating a very high field. It's concentrating or focusing life force energy. And that field, there's a quantum association that's occurring with the property or around a phone, the, the, the different services we have. It's an, kind of an everywhere service you can take with you or it's a property service. And that field is activated and the, the system works very in a similar way to human consciousness. That when you think of someone and they call you a minute later, or a few seconds later, we believe that humans can create these quantum associations themselves. And it's shown up in twin studies and you know, Reiki and distance healing and various other ways um, that when we think of someone that we're activating a field around them instantly, no matter where we, how far apart we are. And then that 
connection is where the healing energies come. And that's FLFE is activating a field. And so the first benefit is more energy available there in that field. Um, they just more in chi prana, like in Chinese medicine, you know, chi's the chi flowing through your body and through your meridians is so important for the health of your body. There's just more chi available. Um, and there's many other form, you know, Ayurvedic medicine and prana. Um, so that's kind of the first part of FLFE is that activation of the field. Yeah. Then, so, go ahead. Yeah. You no, know, no, go with your question. Okay. Yeah. I was just going to, I was just going to jump in and say that, you know, understanding this on some level for some people might, you know, I think that we've all had something to tie that to, you know, you mentioned, that, you know, you think of someone and they end up calling, you know, there's, there's this entanglement that happens between people, between, you know, our consciousness fields that, that, that there is definitely interaction. You know, I think we've all had some experience of that. Oh, what a, what an interesting coincidence. And so I think for people to, to sort of appreciate that, you know, that, that feeling of going into, you know, a beautiful environment, uh, whether it be sacred or, or a, play, a place that has, you know, blessings and prayers done on it regularly. It's, a, it's literally you're entering into a different field. And so the technology and the, or devices that, that activate these non-local phenomenon in these, say, homes or onto your cell phone, imagine there's people going, yeah, but how? <laughs> and and I, think that there, I think that that would be helpful to, to see okay, well, how is it that we can transmute this energy from one location to another? This is a big topic, obviously, of non-local you know, quantum physics and things like that. But um, how could we simplify that for people so they can understand, you know, even just the power of prayer, but maybe through, through the power of the device? Hmm. I could start and then hand it to you, Clayton. Um, well, as we mentioned, you know, in our human experience, we have this connection that we can feel with people over a distance and that really is the way the technology works um, and we see in quantum physics this um, quantum association or entanglement that occurs uh, where you can have paired electrons and you've got to spin in one direction they're both spinning in the same direction and you, the other that's miles or tens of miles away or hundreds of miles away and you change the spin on one it's an instant you know, they're, they're instantly uh, changed. So the connection um, is there in a way that we're starting to understand in quantum physics. And, um, and what I think what most people don't realize is we're in this all the time. We're in these, these quantum connections with each other. As you, as you said, Nick, our fields are interacting with each other and they, there's no time or space, there's, there's no distance to that interaction. You can think of someone and they, they may be getting a little nudge about you at that time. And um, so it's happening on a larger sort of macro scale as well as on a quantum level scale. And, you know, there's some scientists that believe when you look at the, at, at our galaxy, you know, the way it moves is not a Newtonian movement. I mean, you're not, it's moving as a big disc mm. together that there's some other quantum forces there. There's some quantum connection between the, 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 
pieces of the galaxy that are having to move in a different way. So, um, and now there's, there's quantum discovery of quantum uh, on a macro scale in, in chlorophyll in, in the production of, of uh, from sunlight to sugars, photosynthesis. So um, is there more you'd like to say on that Clayton? Well, in the, in the FLFE machine, um, there is a, an area in the machine where we create a quantum, res, quantum resonance area. And it used to be that, so that we have these uh, input stacks, which sort of receive the energy from the ether or from the universe, if you will, and, and amplifies it into the, to the bottom of this output stack. So these two input stacks receive the energy and it goes into these output stacks. And at the bottom of the output stack, there's a little area, it used to be like this. And you would put a three by five card in or a little like post-it note. You would put a request in there uh, or a set of instructions. And that's what would happen on the address that you put on the note. And so we took that and we made that area bigger and bigger and bigger. And, and when we started the service, we were putting pieces of paper, like 11 and a half by, you know, 11 and a half and eight by pieces of paper in there. And then we figured out we could put instructions on the paper instead of going to an address to go to a database. And then uh, the data, and then it takes the information from the database and, and activates the same field in that area in, with your home or around an object. So that's the more technical part of how it works in terms of just, yeah, there's a, there's a machine and, you know, there's a lot of, I mean, originally it was like a model a Ford and now it's like a Tesla, you know, <laughs> it's a pretty big difference, big difference in the machine. But it's still a car and, you know, you don't put papers in by hand anymore, but the principles are the same. Uh, it's just we have more sophisticated ways of, of acting on it. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm glad you brought up Tesla because I can't help but think that, you know, there's some interesting similarity with uh, the kind of technology that, that that man was, you know, trying to bring into the world. Um, and for there to be sort of spin-offs and, you know, of Tesla coil or some, some of these quantum phenomena that can happen with, uh, with the technology these days. And I know David, you've, you've done a ton of research into that area as well. So I'm sure you got some questions on that. Well, I'd like, I'd really like them to talk about the programs they run. Um, but, but I just wanted to add something to that for our listeners. So, you know, I've been using energy medicine for, for 15 years and I've been on this journey of just creating more understanding there from actually using tools like cold lasers and the PEMF therapy and all these different things mm -hmm. that, you know, I can type in specific frequencies to, you know, affect different things physiologically, you know, all the way to we use beamer mats, you know, for microcirculation, you know, to, you know, the things like my wife does Reiki and you know, we do a lot of energy medicine stuff. But what I want people to understand is that you are energy and you're very, very, your energy system is influenced by vibration and light and frequency and all these things. And what these guys are speaking to is they're able to focus this life force energy and within that energy, and he's going to talk about it in a second, they're able to focus what type of things they want that energy to, to benefit. In. So you guys will talk about this in a second, but you talk about grounding. I mean, you're talking about the EMF, you know, harmonization, uh, it helps with just bringing energy up in the body, which we know helps, you know, push disease away. And, you know, you guys have a GI tract optimization, a brain uh, program, enhanced nutrients, energized food. I mean, you have all these amazing things that you're adding into this so that the body can get all these benefits. Can you talk a little bit about 
why you've chosen these programs and, and kind of what that looks like. Well, our, our focus is consciousness, is, is rising in consciousness. So our, our mission is supporting the evolution of consciousness. And what we discovered along the way is that the body is an important part of that. You know, we tend to think that it's, you know, it's, we're meditating, it's somehow the, the, that process is separated from the body. Um, but it's all one, it's all together. And that, you know, early on, we went in our testing. So when we say we're testing, we're using kinesiology or muscle testing. And we're, we're using the Hawkins map as a scale. And Clayton has sort of cracked the code on accurate muscle testing. And then he's taught others in the business. And then we check each other. For instance, we test the level of consciousness of all the properties on the service. Uh, we're doing it every day now. We, we've committed to do it um, um, you know, several times a week. Um, so we're able to use muscle testing and we're, we're checking each other in order to do that. So, so when we say testing, that's what we mean when we say that. Um, but you, our liver, the functioning of our liver is an important factor for our consciousness to raise our consciousness. So if you don't have the, the filtering capacity, um, then major changes in the body aren't going to happen. The body's intelligent. We have an innate intelligence. It knows, well, I've only got so much capacity because it's, it's, it's all that MSG Chinese food that I ate when I was a teenager. And, you know, it's plugged up this part of my liver. Um, and so, the body's only going to do the changes that can, they're not going to overwhelm it with byproducts. So that was one of the first support programs we wrote was for the liver, kidney, gallbladder. Um, so we have this high consciousness field. And then as Clayton said, we have programs and they're written English instructions uh, supporting the higher self for the, or the, sorry, the, the innate intelligence of the body to to do what it needs to do to be optimal so we we do a lot of research on you know the optimal liver kidney gallbladder function the doctors that are experts the books that that measure high on the truth level or the, the hawkins map for us and we're that's a resource for our, our innate intelligence and then our, our innate intelligence then is has more resources to have an optimal liver, kidney, and gallbladder. And we don't make health claims. Um, it's like praying for your kidney, liver, gallbladder 24 seven with thousands, maybe tens, maybe hundreds of thousands of monks, lots of monks, all praying for your kidneys, liver, gallbladder. So, um, and we believe that, you know, there's ongoing positive statements of high functioning will then help our systems to, to work better. Well, who doesn't need that, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think of like the amount of people walking around with these, these negative uh, tapes in their head. You know, I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. Why, why can't I ever get this right? You know, but to have, you know, a thousand monks praying for you and helping to raise your consciousness up to that 560 and beyond. I mean, that's, um, that's a blessing. Absolutely. Clayton, I know you had some stuff you were going to add to that. Well, they're really requests to divinity. The programs start out as divinity, please do, please do the following. And at the end of the programs, we have um, 
I request that everything is done in the highest and best interest of all creation. Because as much as we think we know what we know, we don't really know the universe's plan for everybody. And so you have to have a little sprinkle of humility there with your, with your praying salad, because otherwise, uh, you know, you can, get, you can get yourself in trouble. So uh, the programs, David, are, are written so that the level of consciousness of the programs are 999 out of 1,000 or higher. So these are exquisite, detailed, micro-analyzed, laboriously <laughs> worked documents. They're just, it's a lot of work, man, to put one of these together. It's hundreds and hundreds of hours sometimes. Uh, so when you're writing a program, you write out the context of what you're trying to achieve. So truth is always in a context. So when you're muscle testing, David, you really need to write out the context of what you're trying to achieve. And then you write out the inquiry, or in this case, the request to divinity in the context of what you're trying to accomplish. So when we were, what we noticed is that when people were going on the service in the beginning, their bodies had this extra, extra energy and the body was, you know, it's very intelligent, wants to start healing. That's, or, or regenerating or upgrading or detoxing, you know, as part of that. And so the first thing you want to do is get the detox uh, functions of the body optimized, right? So liver, kidney, gallbladder, GI tract, all those things. And um, so when we were writing the liver program and we had um, one of the top 50 doctors in the U.S. actually evaluate that program with us and he was impressed, you know, <laughs> and uh, we actually made a couple small refinements to it. It's like not, sometimes it's when you get to like 999 out of a thousand, it's is it 999.2 or 999.4. I don't know if we have that kind of accuracy, but it's pretty, it, you know, it's, we reference all the best medical journals in the world. We measure the level of consciousness of the books. We measure the level of consciousness of different doctors who have specialties and their tops in their field recognized in the industry. So it's, that part is really quite delightful because when you get into the, you know, when you get into the high states of truth, even on a piece of paper, it does affect us. Right. Mm -hmm. And kinesiology um, calibrates at 600 on the Hawkins map. So it kind of, you know, you're into that nonlinear high field. And when you're doing integrous research and it, it's an inspiration and it's just a lot of hard work. Yeah. Oh, there, there, there's sorry, a, I want to add one thing here. There's a, when you guys use that line for the, for the highest consciousness, <clears throat> um, I didn't say it quite the way that you, that you said it, but um, that's such an important uh, thing to look into because I think the amount of times that we say, ask a question to ourselves, you know, why can't I have a better relationship? Why can't I, mm. um, you know, why can't I have more money? Why can't I be a better father or whatever that, question is we it's done that's the end of that question and then that obviously attaches us to a thousand other questions but um in the process of writing the programs as you said the, the amount of man hours that you actually readdress the question like you, you fine-tune the question you calibrate the question you keep mm -hmm. digging in it's it's like a contemplative i mean the way that i'm hearing you guys describe it it's kind of like a contemplative meditative practice of just what is the actual question? How do we get more truth out of the things that we're looking into? And man, you know, talk a little bit about that if you wouldn't mind. Just what does a calibration mean? So you, you, you propose a hypothesis and then to find more depth to that truth, what does that actually involve? Well, yeah, that's an interesting question. <laughs> 
Well, it, it involves more than us. I mean, I, I could just, when you get down to it, it's, you know, we, you know, we have this experience of ourselves as separate and finite. And there's just, there's times when you get into these subjects and you're deep in that there just seems to be a connection. I mean, there's thoughts appear that they're not my thoughts. I mean, I don't seem smart enough to think those thoughts and they show up. Um, and, you know, that seems to be part of maybe the answer to your question is um, as you go in, you get insights that lead you down different paths that give you more insights that fill out the picture, maybe in a way that you just never could get to by thinking, you know. There's a place in writing the context out for a program because truth is always in a context. We ask what's your will for us, Lord, in this situation? How do we help people have the best experience on the service? How do we help their livers manage their increase in consciousness? How do we help their nervous systems hold more light? You know, when we start going and then we, I guess for you, David, I know you do a lot of kinesiology. You can, you can actually measure where your thoughts come from. So you have an idea and uh, you can measure where it comes from. And we have help from a higher power. We could not do this without that help. We could not do it. Well, I'm glad you guys said that because I mean, like I was saying earlier, when you guys do similar work to what I do every day. You're just doing it on a different scale and using a different technology to influence the world and universe. But it's crazy, man, right? I mean, you, it's almost like you have these moments of insight and can't always explain where it's coming from. But like you guys are saying, you're basically able to test these things using muscle testing and kinesiology. And man, I'm, I'm looking at that 999 or higher. I totally believe you. It takes 100 pages or more to probably refine it to get it to that level. Because to get something that high on the Hawkins map, like you're saying, it's got to be this, this massive truth, right? You're in that context of truth. And I love it that you guys, you guys all put it up against the phrase, do this in such a way as in the highest and best interest of all creation. And then you also have this safety valve that starts to push things down if they're negating over time, right? So as, yeah. as our consciousness is evolving and the universe is evolving, you, you, I'm guessing you've seen that some of, some of these programs are no longer in the highest best interest and they, they've moved down the pecking order and you guys have other ones that are coming to the surface. So there's an evolution there, which I think is very interesting. Yeah, there's, ways of, there way, there's ways of measuring how people are adapting to a higher consciousness field. And you don't want to throw people into a healing crisis, right? It's like when they come to you as a doctor, people are willing to tolerate a certain amount of discomfort, but at some point their willingness diminishes when they're in healing crisis too long. That's my experience of going to, um, going to doctors. I, you know, I, I would rather sometimes get well a lot slower than be really uncomfortable and overcome something. It just depends where I'm at in my life. So with the technology, we're able to regulate it, regulate it like a dimmer switch. Whereas if people are experiencing a certain amount of healing crisis, and there's ways that we measure that, uh, we'd be able to automate it. And so that, for example, the big one is hydration, Jeff. You know, if people, that's the, really one of the primary keys to having the best experience possible in the service is really maintaining your hydration levels because the body needs water to just move all these toxins out. And if you don't have enough water, 
you know, the dimmer switch, other programs that will start to diminish their impact. So a lot of people, it's like, well, I'm not really feeling it. So the first thing we do is we ask them. So the first three days on the service, we, we suggest people drink, drink two thirds of their body water, two thirds of their weight in ounces of body water. So if you're, you know, 200, if you're 150 pounds, then that's, you know, two thirds of that is uh, 100, pounds, 100 ounces of water. That's a crazy amount of water for most people. But for those first three days, when that liver, whatever the math is on that, you can maybe check it for me, Jeff. But the, you know, the liver, kidney, gallbladder are all needing to work overtime because all of a sudden your body has all this energy to do these renovations or healing that it's wanted to do. And the body knows what to do. We don't have to tell it. But it, if it doesn't have the water, can't do it. So, and then we typically recommend people drink half their body weight in ounces a day, which is what a lot of doctors recommend just for day-to-day living. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and then the water itself becomes a reservoir for, or container or transmuter or whatever you want to call it for that, that energy, right? So it would make sense, given that we're mostly water, uh, that we need that medium to, you know, exchange and hold and, and be a capacitor for that energy. So that, that absolutely makes sense. And to, to be, to be, <laughs> it's kind of interesting, David, I'd like us to sort of talk about our experiences with the FLFE um, yeah. so far in our homes as well. But uh, that was one of the things that I did notice. I was just, it was actually a natural curiosity to drink more water. And at the same time, we ended up getting this um, new water filtration uh, reverse osmosis countertop system. And, and it was a perfect timing because I, you know, I just started drinking a ton of water, but um the sleep thing was significant. I think when we, the, the day I turned it on, turned on the thing, uh, the FLFE program, I was at the clinic and, you know, within moments I just felt, Oh, I just felt like deeper breaths. I just felt more relaxed, more. I was, I was like, I do a lot of videos. So I had more desire to just, you know, share a message or, you know, it was, it was, it was a very interesting phenomenon. Uh, but the sleep quality was significant. I, I would literally hit the pillow and have those sleeps where you just kind of, you wake up in the morning and you're not checking the clock, you know, once or twice throughout the night. So that was very obvious. But the thing that hit me the most was when the service turned off at our clinic, I was having a day with the day was going really well. And then sometime during the middle of the day, the the service came off and, and the, I just, the, the joy wasn't there. There's just this, there's this feeling of something just doesn't feel right. (laughs) And sure enough, I got an email saying um, uh, from from Luke, I guess it was from the company. Like, we we turn off the service, and I emailed them back saying, "Well, what time did you turn off?" Because you know I was having a good day, and then at some point it just shifted for me, and I couldn't really put my finger on it. And uh, so, anyways, that was that was a really powerful experience of just this this change and this noticeable difference with sleep. Uh, David, would you notice? For sure, the sleep, man. So just like Nick, I turned it on at the house first, then at the clinic. But immediately for me and my wife, uh, sleep was the biggest thing we noticed was right at the very beginning of it. So like Nick was saying, like, beat my alarm clock, woke up completely rested. And then, yeah, I noticed at the back end of that trial, as soon as it popped off, I was getting woken up by my alarm clock again. So I didn't get that good quality sleep anymore. So very noticeable shift there. But some other things that, that were very noticeable, you know, I do a lot of energy work. So on my longer days where I'm having to put my hands on a lot of people and do a lot more of this work, I can get a little bit exhausted by the end of the day. So by the time I'm home, ready to eat, hit the hit the hit the bed, right? And I'm out. 
But I had this like massive amount of energy when I was getting home because I had it at the office too. So I was going from home to the office. I'd have those long days doing the same amount of work I do all the time, but then I'd get home and I'd notice like, man, like I'm not tired. Like I feel really good all the way till it was time to just go to bed. Uh, another thing to add to that was just, and Nick you did say some stuff about this, just the amount of joy that I was experiencing in, uh, you know, with my, with my six-year-old or with my wife at home and, and even patience, this is going to, I don't know if you noticed this, Nick, but my patients honestly seemed less irritated and neurotic when they were coming into the clinic when they weren't feeling well. They seemed more at a calm, you know, more at peace with things than they normally do, which I thought was interesting. And then the other thing was my, my six-year-old. So we're homeschooling right now because of all this stuff that's going on. And I was talking to my wife because I've noticed that he seems more calm uh, overall the last couple of weeks. But I asked her, I was like, well, how's he doing at school right now? And she said, noticeable change in his focus and concentration when we're doing this school, which is something, I mean, he's six, so we're working on that. But I mean, she said he's just been a whole lot easier to teach and keep his focus during school. So, man, I mean, it's been massive. And I'm going to even add to that. My digestion got much better. So I saw a big shift in digestion, better bowel movements, just overall improvement there over that two-week period. So like I told you gentlemen today, I turned it on, on the office, at the office and at the house. So for our listeners, if you're a patient, we have this going on at the clinic right now. So when you come in, this is actually a meeting at the clinic. I feel like I want to put up a sign for you guys and say, <laughs> if you're experiencing joy and peace and these things at this moment, that's focused life force. We're increasing your consciousness. But, I mean, it's been massive, man. So, I mean, you guys don't have to sell me. I'm, I'm already sold, and I, I'm going to turn on the mobile stuff, too, because it's kind of like I want this. I want to experience this all day. I mean, why not take it everywhere I go? I mean, why wouldn't you? I'm on that journey like Nick is, and I think many of the individuals that are listening to this, where we want that massive amount of growth and evolution, and what a better way to, to put yourself in that environment that's a conducive to help you do that. Mm -hmm. And on that note, um, you know, frequencies that that we know and many people know cause disruption for them are those EMFs. And uh, I think this is a really important topic to to jump into because uh, there's lots of talk about different devices that uh, disrupt or block EMF. And, you know, as far as I know, EMF's not going anywhere in the near future, but what you guys have, have, have shared with us and, and what we've been learning is that there's a, there's a different process that's in play with FLFE in regards to EMF. And I don't want to steal the thunder. So I'd like you guys to, to jump in there and share what, what that actually, what actually happens there with, uh, with the two. Yeah. I find that this feeling of take, being able to take a full breath is really related to the EMF environment. Mm -hmm. Um, so we have a free trial. If you go to flfe.net, there's a free trial. There's no credit card. There's no obligation. It's what, it's what uh, you two guys did. And um, once you start that, you, can, you have a control panel. And as Clayton mentioned earlier, you can be your own researcher. And this EMF mitigation is a, an addition to the service uh, that we did because we noticed that EMFs were lowering the level of consciousness of, of properties. So we had this promise that the properties are going to be at 560 or higher 98% of the time or more. And we noticed properties were dropping down. 
And then when we called the customer, we've, we heard there was a new smart meter. There was a cell tower across the street. There was some influence with more EMFs in the environment. And um, so we knew, we knew we had to do something because we had, we, we got this promise as part of the, the optimal environment is to have it at this level at 560 or higher on the Hawkins map. And so we found shungite is a, nat a natural material that harmonizes uh, EMFs. So harmonizing is turning it from being in our way of measuring. So we come from the consciousness side, consciousness lowering to either neutral or consciousness positive. So it turns something into being positive for the environment. And once, so we were able to bring the energetic essence of shungite into the field and have that then harmonize uh, the, the EMFs. And there's some other ways we harmonize as well. Um, and then we saw the properties all go up. In fact, they jumped up a point or two from where they were before. Um, so it was actually improving the quality of the environment. Do you wanna say some more about that Clayton? Yeah, I mean, when you're looking at EMFs, <clears throat> a lot of people talk about blocking them. And when you're blocking them, you're basically sending them back somewhere or you're trying to deflect them. So if you're blocking them and sending them back, it's like, well, they're concentrating them more somewhere else. If you're, if you're deflecting them or dissipating them, you're concentrating them more somewhere else. And so when we came across the idea of harmonization, we thought, okay, that's the answer. You take something that's consciousness lowering and make it consciousness raising. That was a breakthrough. So then we used kinesiology, uh, David, to test all the materials that were available, you know, on the, on the earth and see if there's anything that could actually harmonize it. And Shungite was the only thing we found. <laughs> the only thing. And so then we found a way out of, found a way, as Jeff said, to put the energetic essence of Shungite into the environment. And we actually have um, uh, pet owners now say that their pets are going and sleeping on the routers because the routers wow. are calibrating at 600. So if you're right oh, on your house, wow. it's testing at 600. And then the whole property, so, so they're like one at the edge, one point up as Jeff said, but the whole property goes up the average is like four points. So the, all, all of the properties on the service that have routers on them, they went up four points after we put the program on, which is, you know, four to the power of 10. So if it's 560, see the average was, I think before that was 570 on the service because a lot of them are higher. So the average was like 574 after because the, uh, of the positive effect. It's like an Aikido move. And um, yeah, yeah, I love that. You, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you're saying like right near where the router is, you're getting this massive emission, right? This harmonization or EMS. And I'm thinking, because my builder, you know, not to talk negatively, but he for some reason decided that it'd be a good idea to put the Wi-Fi hookup in the bedroom next to where the bed is put, which makes no yeah. sense. So like I have an RF cage around my router and I can switch at nighttime and all that stuff. But uh, I actually turned all that stuff off when we did the stuff with you because I wanted to see it. So that thing's about six feet from my head. But no wonder I was sleeping so damn good. <laughs> I, I was just getting blown by this thing like all night long and just like feel it. So like, Kind of like well, now it's a perfect place to put my bed because I'm yeah. there. You should you know, put it on your pillow now. Yeah, well, I mean, fascinating to think because you know, with with the uh, the truth telling that you can you can do with muscle mm -hmm. testing and 
there, with the amount of stuff that's out there these days, you must be just going like mad testing everything uh, to look for the quality because there's a lot of, there's a lot of products out there that they make all sorts of different claims. And um, so, you know, to actually have something like this, that, that, that's measurable, that's testable and reproducible um, is, is extremely valid. So, and, and I think that I'm helping the people understand that there's a way to actually be in this world and not try to, you know, wear a, a lead suit everywhere and block everything, which is impossible. Uh, but you can take these frequencies, you know, put it on your phone, put it into your, to your home space, your, your clinic or your business space, whatever that might be, and uh, have a way to sort of harmonize more, more eloquently with the environment. That's, that's really significant. I would love to hear some stories of, you know, these are obviously anecdotal, but what are some stories that people have shared uh, with you guys in regards to some of the, the things that people have noticed as a result of being in these environments more often? Well, we did, a, we did a study when we released the EMF mitigation, just still on that subject for a minute, where we had some self-identified sensitives who were already customers who heard us talk about it and were really excited about some relief. And so we did, we did a study and we're actually working on a double blind study um, with a third party on the same subject for EMF sensitives. Hmm. Um, and that where it will, it'll be turned on and off and people won't know which group they're in. And, um, but this survey we did, sleep was a big one. Anxiety was another one where people, they, they felt this tension in their chest. And, you know, as we said on the free trial, you can turn it on and off, which is really, for me, I could just feel my shoulders like relaxing when I turn, turn it on. And when I turned it, turned it off, I kind of start tensing up. So that, you know, anxiety and tension, feeling of, of, of that for people is really a big one. Um, but we do get a lot of parents. I mean, we, we get a lot of parents talking about the quality of uh, their relationships mm-hmm. uh, with, the, you know, with their kids and spouse. Um, and the brain, the brain optimization, the focus and concentration you were talking about, and the having energy at the end of the day, that we, we hear that often. And we, we did a study with IONS, Institute of Noetic Sciences in Petaluma, California. And we activated a field in their location and they did a study of um, brain waves and uh, cognitive testing. And um, when the service was on, uh, there was a move to the alpha state. Hmm. So people moved into alpha you know, which is an indication of kind of meditative state. And there was an improvement in the cognitive performance on the tests during, while they were on the service. Hmm. And then we, we did another study with them in a Faraday cage where we activated the field inside this big giant fair, double Faraday cage. And they had random number generators inside. Um, and, you know, when we activated the FLFE field, they saw the random number generators become not random anymore. Wow. So there were some interesting effects and that's on our, in our evidence page on the website. Yeah. Un- unrelated, but, um, or sorry, not, not the same technology, but definitely related would be some of the work with uh, HeartMath, where they, mm-hmm. they have these global coherence mm-hmm. measuring stations, uh, that mm-hmm. they use random number generators and all sorts of other things. Um, and so, you know, when, when 
discussing technology that doesn't maybe uh, a lot of people don't necessarily have direct familiarity with it. It's, it's wonderful that, you know, the right kind of studies can be set up to, that show efficacy. And then, you know, at the end of the day, when people have their own experience, that speaks for itself. And that's what gets people like Dave and I to go back and want to get the service uh, because you, you feel the difference and there's, there's something positive that shifts in your life. Um, as a result of being in these fields and you know I've traveled enough in different locations around the world and been to different sacred sites and that's always been a desire is to set up our home so that it feels like a sanctuary and so it feels like a place you want to spend time with and you want to be with the kids and you know really incubate in that environment and I think that we all could do better in our lives if we if we were in those frequencies more more often. Uh, David go ahead. I was, I was laughing to myself because now I can tell my wife, you don't have to sage the house so much anymore. Because <laughs> <laughs> my wife's big about, like, I'll come home from work and she's like, oh, you brought all your crap in with you. Your clients she's, with walking, you. <laughs> she's walking around saging me in the house and she's like, you need to do better at saging. So now I got, oh, I got something like constantly taking care of us right now in the background. That in itself, man, that's, and that, the funny part about that is that's kind of like, a little bit of me with the technology and then her using these ancient things and then crossing over each other. So it's fun, man. It's, it's, it, this is great stuff. But man, I, I gotta tell you, man, we are so grateful and blessed that you guys have brought this to the world. And I mean, this is going to do amazing, amazing, amazing things for all life on earth. And I can't wait to see where you guys will be with this in just the next few years with the evolution of where this is going. Cause I can't imagine, I mean, the possibilities with something like this are endless. And I really am excited just to see some more of these programs that you guys are coming up with uh, to keep kind of helping people improve their overall health and well-being and help them heal. And God, what a great tool if you're just trying to get healing, right? Just to say, hey, I'm going to turn this on in the background and just kind of help influence my body and get some help there. So, uh, thank you, guys. I mean, so, so grateful. Mm-hmm. On having a having a bubble to be in right now is, you know, our our, our community at Felafi community has found it to be really helpful. And you just don't watch the news. You're in your in a loving environment at home, and you know it's a different experience. Absolutely, and it's really it's really been helpful during this time. Yeah, we're um, uh, we're, we're giving away ninety nine percent of the energy right now that the machine generates. Oh wow. It's been between 90 and 95 historically. And sometimes there's times like this where we, we do some upgrades and we've invested pretty heavily in trying to support humanity through through this. Uh, you know, it's a challenge to say the least. Well, it speaks volumes about the individuals that you guys are. It's, 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 it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wanna, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because I think – you know, in the world that we are, we are in, we talked about, you know, the different technologies that are out there or the different things being sold to us in a myriad of different ways to hear that, you know, a big part of what got you guys into this is actually through service. I remember hearing uh, some of the stories that you shared when you, when you actually first shared this technology with the world, it was in, in service. And uh, I love that you're still doing that. And, you know, this isn't about, financial gain um this is really about you know serving humanity and uh and and you're giving us all the gift of being able to have that experience in our uh in our homes so let's let's uh make sure we you know share everything we can to um 
you know, if you're listening to this, you know, where, where do people go? They go to flfe.net. You sign up for your free trial, get started on have experience, but don't just, don't just leave it there. Go and share this with your family. You know, you can make a recommendation when you um, add the service to your home to, you know, add someone to the, to the program or at least share with them so they can access it for themselves. And, you know, what would our world look like if more of us just activated the service even for, you know, for the two weeks, you know, if more and more people just turned the service on, had this experience, you know, shifted their perspective just a little bit more and looked a little bit more outside the box of where they are, uh, they may just find a little, a little, some gems inside of themselves, inside their consciousness or inside the person that's with them to help, you know, awaken to a new possibility, new, new opportunity. Um, so that's flfe.net. Uh, any other places that we can send people who are listening? The free trial page and um, the, the evidence page there is, is interesting. Um, if you go in the learn section, there's some videos, uh, there's old webinars, um, lots of information there. Um, free trial is the best place just to try it for yourself. It takes about five minutes. And uh, you can be you can be be in it, and moments later you'll get the email with the uh, login, and you can turn it on and off and play with it. Well, I love your all's emails that you send during mm -hmm. the trial. You guys give a whole lot more information, and a lot of resources there for people to create more understanding and stuff like that. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I challenge everybody turn this stuff on. Uh, you've got to experience it for yourself. It's, it's kind of a it's an absolute at this point. So. Mm -hmm. And there's no, on the free trial, you don't need to give your credit card. So you can't get accidentally billed. You don't have to remember to turn it off. Like, you know, it just automatically shuts off. You don't get billed if you forget to turn it off. That's something that we find frustrating when we want to try things. And you give your credit card and you forget about it. And all of a sudden you start getting bills. You know, so yeah. it's a little harder to get in. But we figure that's the best way to do it. It's one of those H&B things, Nick, you know. Yeah, highest and best interest of all creation. Okay, well, can't can't ask for a credit card. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and um, I, I'm just aware of the EMF culture out there. There's a huge amount of EMF uh, awareness. Mm -hmm. So if you have a tri-field meter and you just a standard EMF meter and you put it on your environment and then you turn on FLFE, you 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 won't notice a difference. So we had to find a more sensitive instrument because activating fields is a little different than other technology. So we had a study done using a gas discharge visualization camera, and that's mm -hmm. in the evidence page too, just to remind people, because we do get people who are, you know, very serious about EMF. So they're very sophisticated and they're understanding. They have lots and lots of tools they use. So because the energy is a subtle energy, it just doesn't show up on a lot of standard meters. So you just have to use different uh, devices to measure it. And it doesn't conflict with anything because of the, 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 the field that's activated is very much like the field that's activated when you pray, as Jeff said. So it's, it's just a, it's a very non-invasive harmonious technology. Love that. Is there any, is there any other little nuggets like that? That was, that was awesome. Any other nuggets that you want to share with uh, the community before uh, we sign off? Well, I'll start with one. I'll give Jeff a chance to think. Um, you know, you guys talked about creating a sanctuary in your home. That's exactly what we're trying to do. And um, I'm also a big believer in feng shui. I'm just surprised that I'm wanting to say this, but it doesn't mean you shouldn't do feng shui. Like feng shui brings the average home in North America up like 40 points. Wow. 
that's like 40 to the power of 10. So if you've got FLFE on your home and you're probably over, you know, 570, that's the average now. If you do feng shui, you may not get it up 40 points because FLFE will con compensate for a lot of things, but we, I'm a big believer in feng shui. So it's not, you know, it's, it's not the only thing you can do and it does help a lot. So that, that's my uh, two, two cents worth. Mm. <clears throat> Jeffrey, anything to add there? You may hear some nice piano music in the background here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm just uh, grateful for what you guys are doing, you know, with this podcast and getting the word out on, on all the interesting things you're talking about. And um, the FLFE community has been growing. It's worldwide now. Um, what are we in now? 52 countries now, Clayton? Yeah, some days it's 55, some days it's 52. Yeah, it might be up to 55. Oh, yeah. So we're all over the world. Um, the community's growing. And, um, you know, we're glad to have you two with us yeah. in this journey. And, you know, as you said, there's more to come. We've got a lot of things uh, cooking that are coming up in the next quarter. So, um, yeah, welcome your listeners to join us as well. Mm -hmm. look, look forward to the journey together. Awesome. Well, gentlemen, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on the call. Um, you know, I, we, we set an intention uh, before we got on the call. And, and one, when we leave, is that, you know, more people, for us anyways, uh, the more people experience higher states of consciousness. I mean, this is part of the, the, our birthright as, as humans is to, to realize we're so much more than, than the limitations that we've <laughs> come to learn about ourselves. Uh, or perceived anyways. So um, that's, that's our intention for all four of us going out there to the world. And, and, you know, if you're listening to this, uh, just turn the, turn the tool on and, and let it speak for itself and let it speak to you and, and see what speaks through you as a result of having it on. So uh, thank you very much. Uh, I'm sure we'll be talking to you guys again soon. Yeah, Clayton, thank you guys, man. Appreciate you. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please be sure to subscribe to the Dr. Dads and share with your family and friends. You can also follow and interact with Dr. Nick and Dr. David on Facebook and Instagram for a daily dose of inspiration and the latest in health and wellness. Be well.